7th here on Radio 3's Morning Brew and living proof that it's a day that will go down in infirmity. <laughs> How are you? Good morning. Good morning, Steve Good Vines. Good morning. Uh, staying together. Yeah. Is that kind of... Can I circuitously Segui. link that to the first thing? Mm. Now, the first thing up is, did you know that Hong Kong was part of Red China? Uh, and, and I'm using... No, no, abs- that, no Nobody knew that. Nothing this to is, see here. See, what's interesting is... Everybody knows that, uh, and, and their auntie. Everybody knows that there's a communist party in their Hong Kong, including their auntie. And everybody who's in it, who's in it. <laughs> she's not called Comrade Rosa for nothing. <laughs> um, and everybody knows that um, the people who matter are the party members. But the extraordinary thing is that this is a taboo subject. If you ask a government official about the Communist Party, they go, oh, oh, lovely weather. And you say to them, no, no, come on, come on. They go, oh, no, no, we don't, don't know anything about that. So, finally, the cat has come out of the bag. Meow. And we need to thank Mr. Wang, Wang, Wang Jianmin, who's the head of the liaison office's legal department, who was at an event earlier in the week, and he openly talked about the Communist Party. He, he talked about well, Hong Kong being to, part of... Actually, to, these are to his quote words, our, dearly departed, our dearly departed friend yesterday, he would, wouldn't he? Yes, indeed. No, no that wasn't our dearly departed friend Oh, that was her mate. That was her mate, Randy Rice Davis. Well, she said it, yeah, anyway. anyway. somebody <laughs> said it. Yeah, he would, wouldn't he? Well, you say he would, wouldn't he? But, I mean, there's been plenty of occasions for them to say, well, look... It's as plain as the nose on your face that the Communist Party runs everything in Hong Kong. Because this is China. And they declined to do it. So what's happened in Hong Kong is you've had this underground Communist Party, which has been operating here literally for decades, which has went under the catchy name of the Hong Kong and Macau Works Committee, uh, which, <laughs> which in fact is the Communist Party. You've had all these front organisations of the Communist Party, and they're very extensive. You've got Communist Party schools, Communist Party newspapers, Communist Party um, cultural um, associations. There's even a Communist Party. Well, we'll come on to that in a moment. <laughs> you've, all, then you've, you've even got a Communist Party film studio, studio in, in the sense of it being a front organisation. So... There is an extensive structure of the Communist Party in Hong Kong, which is, predates um, the formation of the SAR. But there's always been this, this sort of weird way it operates. So some of the leading members of the party are more or less known. I mean, you know, nobody in their right mind ever thought that the Jan Yuk Singh and Jan Tak Singh were anything well, they, other they, than Communist they Party members. Like, no, 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 they haven't more, actually. More, more they or won't less, actually I mean, say it. They haven't but, said I'm not. Well, you know, you can't be the headmaster of a communist school and somehow not be a party member. You can't be the editor of Dagong Pao, which Jun Taksing was, mm. and not be a communist party. Anyway, the point is that this has all been operating in a very uh, mysterious way. Then you get the Democratic Alliance for Betterment of Hong Kong, a more catchy name you cannot... And ironic. Uh, you cannot think of, um, which was, in fact, formed on under the instructions of the party, but doesn't necessarily, even among its leading members... I mean, for example, the current leader of the DAB, I'm fairly sure, Starry Lee, is not a card-carrying party member. But who runs it? Who runs the DAB? Is it run by the person who's called the leader of the party? I very much doubt it. The real people who are in charge of that and get their instructions are, of course, the cadres. Now, that within the DAB, 
there's a level of membership who are party members and there's a level of membership who aren't party members. But the way the party operates, and all communist parties, incidentally, operate like this, is they have a wide web of what they call united front organisations, which bring together sympathisers, party members, and those who just might be, if you know, you ask them very nicely. Fancy a go. <laughs> fancy a go, yeah. So, I mean, you've got all of this in Hong Kong, and it's very extensive, but of course, on top of it, and this is where things really matter, and this is what uh, Comrade Wang was talking about earlier this week, is the Chinese Communist Party, which, of course, on the mainland, nobody worries about. Well, they do worry about it, but nobody, there's no ambiguity about the fact that President Xi Jinping is the chairman of the party, the president of the country, because the two things are synonymous. The reason why they've always been so coy about Hong Kong, and they were right to be coy about this, is that they know that the Hong Kong population is composed more or less in its entirety of people who fled from living under communist rule, or are the descendants of people who fled from living under communist rule. So they kind of understood that something labelled Communist Party in Hong Kong was unlikely to be warmly received. Mm. So now they talk about the Communist Party in terms of, you know, the, 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 the state and the national this and the patriotic that and the Chinese people's this. Come on, boys. It's the Communist Party. Well, the interesting thing is why he said that. I think I th there's a possibility he's just sick of all the pussyfooting. No, I think, what's, think, so? I think what's happened is... Um, and I don't think we can attribute too little significance to this, is after the 19th Party Congress, when um, Xi Jinping, he didn't speak much about Hong Kong, but he said very clearly the words that, you know, <coughs> um, the mainland and Beijing has total jurisdiction uh, 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 over Hong Kong. I think this is the end of the Velvet Glove period. We're, we're just They've now decided it's Iron Fist time. And we will see more. Wang Jianmin and people like this talking about the Communist Party in Hong Kong because they're going, do you know what, we're fed up with all this dissidence in Hong Kong, we're fed up with all these people complaining they want to know what the Communist Party looks like. Daddy's home. We'll, yeah, <laughs> Daddy's home, we'll give you a picture oh and incidentally watch your crutch because somebody's about to put a boot into it so I think this is what it is. The only thing which really fascinates me and boy, this is fascinating, mm -hmm. is how many of the leading members of the party in Hong Kong will now come out of drag and um, <laughs> say, hey, hello, hello. <laughs> you know, it's like the revelation that Barry Manilow is gay, you know, it's one of the biggest surprises hello. in the world. So, I mean, we kind of know who most of the leading members of the party are, but it would be interesting if under the new rules, and when I say rules, I mean, I mean the term lightly, they, they finally decide, OK, we're coming out. We're going to tell you who we are. Here's a Joe Punter question for you that might be asked. So do the really senior people in the Hong Kong government administration have to be card-carrying members? No, is the sim simple answer to that. See, there you go. Because they like... I mean, some of them are very close. I mean, Leung Chung Ying, I think, is a case in point. Comrade Leung, who isn't, in fact, I think, a member of the Communist Party, and the reason I think that is because they always wanted plausible deniability. So, you know, he's everything but a card-carrying member of the party. You know, he believes in it, he follows their orders, he's under their discipline, but he isn't actually technically, I believe, a member of the party. Some members of the administration, and certainly some people in LegCo are party members. So I'd like to hear from... I mean, you know... It's a big deal. Well, it, 
be proud. You see, they've got the se- they've got the habit of secrecy, and they find it very very hard to kick. So, I mean, it, it's quite interesting. All the clandestine members of communist parties in other places, particularly in Eastern Europe eventually revealed themselves and they, and you know people said really was he a party member i never knew that well actually you did but you didn't like but to are we going to have the ones with special caveats like i'm a full-on catholic as well yes 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 maybe they'll have a little uniform but i mean of course these people <coughs> are the true believers and to be a member of the communist party does require a certain level of something or other i wouldn't i mean I, I've always got a soft spot for the people who are party members when it wasn't to their personal advantage. I mean, now all these, you know, newly newly formed uh, communist party sycophants, I mean, they're just opportunists. They haven't got a bone of ideology in their body and wouldn't know what it was if it came and slapped them across the face. But, uh, you know, the old people who've been doing it, old, I mean, people who yeah. did it when it... There was no personal advantage to doing it in fact there were many personal disadvantages because you came under the attention of the of the colonial special branch who were very interested in party members so you know this is this is quite a big development mm. uh, i just uh, we'll see how far that goes but on the face of it you know guy in hong kong says red china red this that and the other you, you think well yeah yep. you're telling yeah. me they're selling cheeseburgers in mcdonald's i know next. i know but it, it often helps to have the obvious clarified if you see what i mean if that isn't too tautological so you reckon just to wrap that little bit up you reckon it's iron glove time yes fair enough well even iron fist or iron fist, whatever. <laughs> Velvet fist. Time. Velvet fist in an iron glove. Um, one of those, yes. It is one of those, yes. Absolutely. This chalk and oranges discussion yes. we're having here. Yes. Next. Next. Shall we talk about, and, you know, I know that, that the listener might turn off, so please don't. Please don't. Too late. We're going to talk about LegCo. Go on, then. So what's going on in LegCo at the moment is Turkey's voting for Christmas. I mean, this is the most extraordinary thing. Have you ever heard of a legislature in the world that says, we've got too much power, we want to strip ourselves of the power. So you've got, for example, part of the monster uh, motion that the the, the government and its supporters are trying to get through the legislature at the moment deprives uh, legislators of issuing petitions. Petitions are a way of calling particular government ministers and departments to account. Mm. I've never heard of this, except for, and you might not like this analogy, but the only, uh, because I had a bit of a look, to see if you've ever found a legislature that actually voted to deprive itself of powers. And there is an example. It was the Bundestag under the Nazis. <laughs> you know, you may say, well, that's unfair. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm sorry, that's the example. That's what it is. That, 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 that's the and their leg- reason was what? Because the Nazi government said, shut up and obey. And they, go, and, and they right. voted to and shut they up. Said, they said, yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 we will shut up and obey. And so that was, you know, that was simple. But not only that, I mean, they're, they're, they're voting, for example, to reduce the quorum for general meetings, I think, well, I don't think I know, from 35 to 20. And that's because they can't be asked to turn up. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm sorry. If you're a member of the Legislative Council, these general meetings are only once a week on Wednesday. It's the middle of the week, incidentally, for those who don't know where Wednesday is. Yeah. You can turn up. So, you know, what is the justification of saying that only 20 of you need to be in the chamber before it can function? The good old days when the legislature was as sleepy as, you know, mm. the average speech by a Communist Party official are gone. 
And they're going, it's unfair, we have to go there. You know, I'm a member of the Legislative Council, I've got to get in my car and, you know, I mean, you know, I've got dinner to eat. So, you know, I, my heart goes out to them. I, I, I cry with the best of them at the idea that they will now not... Oh, sorry, they do now have to attend meetings, and, and if they have their way, which I presume they will because the legislature has been purged... Um, they they will simply say, well, 20 people, that's a piece of, you yeah. know, um, we'll, um, we'll um, not, we won't bother to what's come. The, is the likelihood of all these various things? Well, it's more or less, I mean, the point is that they, they're they trying desperately to push this through while the six pro-democracy legislators' seats are vacant because they know full well that in an election they can't actually win the seats. I mean, if if they were honest and said, oh, well, you know, people won't vote for us, so therefore we've got to push it through when we've, you know, we've got well, we rid can. of these people. Mm. That would be interesting. I don't think that's going to happen. No. So they're already assuming that they're going to lose these by-elections because they don't have a majority of the votes. In fact, they, they've never had a majority of votes in, in the popular vote in Hong Kong. It's quite true the share of the popular vote belonging to the Democrats has, has decreased, but it's always been a majority. Now... They not only have... I mean, the, 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 the pro-government camp has always had a, a majority in the legislature because of the two-tier system. But now the likelihood of the pro-government vote shrinking further is, is quite strong. Right. So they're, they're, they're desperate to introduce mechanisms to make sure that voting does not reflect the popular will when it comes to the composition of the legislature and the powers of the legislature and the important power of the legislature, the thing that actually matters, is calling officials to account. And one of, the, one of those things is going to be who can actually go on the Hong Kong, Zhuhai, Macau, Hong Kong, Zhuhai, Macau bridge? 3,000 cars. Um, yeah, well, even... even um, Holden Fast was was uh, <laughs> moaning about that one. So if you if you have the pro establishment guys moaning about this bridge, you know yeah. we could you, be you in for know, some You know that there's something not quite right about it. But now they're saying yesterday in the news that the authorities in Guangdong have come up with toll proposals. So, well, toll proposals. I think we always expected, didn't we? Uh, it was always going to be a toll bridge. Well, check it out. Private yeah. car, 150 yuan. Container trucks, 115. Goods vehicles, 60. So it's quite a lot of dosh. Mind you, it's a long bridge. It's a long bridge. And, but, but the whole point is that, you know, usually when you way, build though? a bridge, you, you get on it and you drive across it. In Hong Kong, you get to the bridge and you go to a car park. That's the plan. Yeah. That is the plan. I'm just wondering... You go to a tiny little car park yeah. at, the, at the Hong Kong end, which isn't really enough for, for many cars. You then get on a bus... Boy, I always thought the whole purpose of a bridge was to increase convenience, not inconvenience. RDHK Radio 3, still in with Steve Vine. Should we do a bit of correspondence? Correspondence? You mean yes. from the listener? I've got one, uh, let me see now, from <coughs> Mr P. P. Dantic. Yes, says P. Dantic. 70 seats, talking about Legco. he says a usual quorum has to be a majority of that number, which 35 was not, only half, so not a quorum. 20? Question mark, he says, welcome to Animal Farm. It does defy a bit of logic. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, 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 well, th thank you for pointing out, I mean, that is the crucial point. Not this here, is, though. Well, no, no, no. The crucial point is that it's 70 people, and to set your quorum number at 20 just shows you you're taking the Michael. 
Well, there is obviously a reason for this. There is a reason. It's called, I can't be bothered <laughs> yeah. to get out of bed. Just say hello to Alan, who says, with regard, with regard to the inconvenience of having to park, get permits, etc., when using the bridge, the big bridge we're talking about, it doesn't bother me if car drivers find it hard to drive wherever they want, and I'm sure that the well-connected will have no problem driving their limos across whenever they want. However, I thought that the function of the bridge was not for cars, but to enable a stream of mainland container trucks burning dirty diesel to stream in and out of Hong Kong. It's so absurd that we're spending hundreds of billions on a high-speed rail to save five minutes getting to Guangzhou, but couldn't get a rail line to carry freight on the bridge and reduce air pollution and traffic congestion instead of making it worse. Far too logical. Far too logical. Also, he's banned because he, he's not showing enough concern for the wealthy. I mean, that's, that's who we should have all transport systems should focus on. Is it serving the needs of tycoons? You know, and if the answer is no, then there's no point in doing any of these projects, frankly. Well, there you go, Alan. And can, can, I, can <laughs> I just say, can I just say, as far as the high-speed rail link, I mean, in case anyone has missed it, it's not just supposed to go to Guangzhou. It was supposed to go to more than a dozen cities. And now they've revealed, now that the thing is built, said, oh, well, when we said a dozen, uh, we, we meant seven. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean... Thank you, you for the e- on, no, you? thank you for the emails, but you know it's there's lots of face slapping going I on know, here as well. I know. Anyway, what you anyway. got? Well, well, I mean, talking of emails and people getting in touch, my, one of my favourite bodies in Hong Kong actually is the. <laughs> I'll read read out the name so nobody laughs. The Independent Police Complaints Council. There's, there's, there's So they are complaining about people complaining. They're saying, is it? I don't, I don't know. We're, 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 the, we're the complaints council, and all these people are complaining. So, actually, according to the figures they released this week, a, a total number of 1,567 people made complaints. That's actually down on last year. They're still moaning about the fact that people make complaints at the complaints council. Last year it was 1,572. Admittedly, not a very big difference. And then they say, you see, the problem with all these complaints is... Some of them are just not valid. So they found in this year that of the 1,567 complaints, 73 were, were, were so-called fake complaints. Well, fake complaints? I don't know what that means. Can we do a bit of grammar here, Steve? Yeah. And you know what I'm getting at. Go uh, on. Well, yeah, you're, you're worried about... When, when I was six, I would say to somebody I didn't like, I'm going to complain against you. Yes, I know. Well, Don't there we complain is about things. About you, I was going to say there is a perfectly good, good form of words that you could use, and it would be about, not against. But anyway, they are complaining about seventy-three fake complaints. I still don't know what that means. But if you look at that as a percentage of 1,567, in my calculation, that's at the very most something like five yeah. percent. Well, you know, I'm sorry, boys. You set up a complaints council. People are going to complain, and if your main, um, m- your main, what's the word? Your main takeaway Beef. from Beef. last year's events <laughs> yeah. is that too many people are complaining to the complaints council. Ugh. Of course, maybe, maybe they could do, but this is really silly. Maybe they could actually, well, I don't know, uphold some of these complaints. I mean, the whole point. There's two bodies on there. 
One, one that the police run themselves. Yeah. Yes, that's that's. And the other good. one that this is sometimes doesn't agree with the one that. The yeah, this is the so-called themselves. independent one, and um, the number of complaints that they find valid each year. If you've got the fingers of one hand available, you could probably count it on there. Yeah. Now that means, of course, that the police never do anything wrong in Hong Kong, which which we all know, and um, yeah. Well, Pigs are flying. So we've got car, car, po. Complaints against, complaints against. <laughs> complaints against, against, complaints against people. What, what, what do they mean against... by not valid, though, Steve? I, I, no, they actually call them fake. He was. Well, what is fake. a fake complaint? I mean, I... you you may say it's a groundless complaint. I mean, that that that's perfect. I mean, if you do a proper investigation, you say, look, this is a pile of yeah. horlicks. That's fair enough. I don't see any problem. I just, I'm not quite sure what a fake complaint is. That's the word, is. is it? That's the word they use. A fake complaint. Yeah. So I, a police officer does something that I think is yeah. illegal I mean, or whatever. you know, it, it, it may well be people make false accusations. I'm sh- sure that That's happens. Not. That happens in courts. That happens... But don't things have to actually, be proven to be fake? that happens in life. Well, I think they do, yes. Yes. This is serious And one man's now. fake is, I mean, you know, you hear... God, I'm going to say that awful word, those awful two words. You hear Donald Trump talking about fake news. Yeah. Well, you know, his fake news is another person's, person's fact. So be, be it may be a lie, all of that. but it this is a lie. F- fake news. And it could be, yeah, it could be if a lie. If somebody tells me some news, <coughs> yeah. that they are broadcasting some news to me. Yeah. It may be a lie. Can I just say that you don't get that on RTHK? No, never. Every, every word uttered in this station is, is valid, word. never fake. Well, there you go. That's today's head scratch. I think we've got time for one more. We have, uh, yeah. Well, 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 let's go to one of my favourite destinations in Hong Kong, mm. untroubled by by well, more or less anything. Um, it's the science park. Oh yeah, the famous science park where where the taxpayer is subsidising all sorts of people to do. Um, uh, oh, that's right, high tech developments. Anyway, there's been a bit of a, a fracas there with the boss of it, Fanny Law. Um, apparently bustled into the um, Karolinska Institute, which is a Swedish uh, body that's got premises in uh, in the science park, um, and oh, demanded yeah, yeah, to yeah. see the boss. Boss wasn't on the premises. Said, well, you know, what are you doing here? Well, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they, they sort of went, hang on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang on, what's this all about? And they're, you they're, are. And you are, exactly. Um, so she now says, oh, well, the reason I had to go there without notice is because I had to go to Sweden and I had to, before going to Sweden, find out what the local branch of the Karolinska Institute was doing in Hong Kong. This is a very strange explanation because the people in the Institute initially felt, first of all, they thought that if the, you you know, the the, uh, people who run the science park are landlords you know i mean it's like going into what a is building. there i mean this is a totally dumb question but what is there there i mean what is there location is, is, <laughs> is, is fabulously cheap premises if you can pretend that you're oh, doing like that you're okay, doing gotcha. technological work now i i understand that they need to verify that people aren't using it for wine storage <clears throat> which i understand is being happening there and i understand that various other things shouldn't be going on there but the fact of the matter is that what they suspected <coughs> was that the the people like and we we shan't name any names, Fanny Law, were were actually worried about the nature of the research. Now this well thing, they were doing some, you yes, mean. that they were doing some, and she didn't like it, and you know they had to be told to stop. Now she sort of backed off from all of that and goes, no, 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 I wasn't asking those questions, which apparently she was actually asking precisely those questions, and it was all about um, you know my visit to Sweden. 
I mean, this is an amazingly unplausible explanation. I still don't get it, but I'm loving the way you're telling well, the story. <laughs> you don't get it. They didn't get it either. So, so she's basically had to back down. But, I mean, it is interesting that this thing which is consuming squillions, well, most things like this consume, consume squillions of public money, you know, on the grounds that it's going to be the, the sort of the front lines of Hong Kong's technological thrust into the global blah, 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 digital blah, 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 uh, interconnected blah, blah, blah future. Mm. Um, actually, um, it's... Um, oh, that's right, it's a damp so, squib. So, so why is something... Um, that's name ends in port, not actually a port. Yeah. And why is something that's name ends in park plainly not... Not a is, is there a fountain and ducks there? Well, you know... I mean, I, really? I, I, there is, actually. There are a lot of fountains there. I, I, indeed. And grass can, that we can sit yes, on and is, you can I let can, your doggy run around. Can I, can it's I a park say, park, Can I say it? to the listener, if you want a pleasant pace, because, of course, it's not really... You know, they're not really doing anything there. To, to walk around, it's near, the, it's near the, the river, so you can walk along the river. It's got grass. It's got, you know, it's got dining facilities there whether it is doing what it says it's doing i.e putting hong kong into the cutting edge of the cyber century or whatever new cliche we're dealing with i keep losing in the greater bay area in the greater bay area with belts and roads all over it Mm. i don't know the fact of the matter is that if that particular institution had produced anything of note do you think we wouldn't have heard about it? No. In fact, they, 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 they keep claiming, oh, you know, it's, it's working away, it's a cutting edge and blah, blah. The fact is that governments are just so poor at doing this stuff. Mm. You know, the American government didn't set up Silicon Valley. What happened in Silicon Valley in California was a number of people who were pretty damn brainy decided that they quite lived in quite like living in the sunshine and once one was there another one came along etc etc but it didn't need the dead hand of government and sort of you know a bustling commissar like fanny law to come marching into the building say oh what are you doing here microsoft never heard of it get out yeah (laughs) not anymore Anyway, apparently uh, Eric says Steve's doing the science park a major disservice. It is a science park. Oh, and? He says you're off the mark. Oh, I'm off the mark. Sorry. I apologise. Yeah, just (laughs) apologise. No, no. no, I'm sure there's blokes with test tubes there. There might even be blokes with computers. Computers. They're the coming thing. Computers. You heard it here first. All right, mate. Computers are the coming thing. Just pull your chair up.